This is the Riley Rose and Shamers podcast. And I want to take your calls on this one. 13, 12, 16 is my number. You can always get me at Facebook as well. Hit the border. So I read an article yesterday afternoon that resonated with me so deeply. I literally had to take a moment after I read it to just breathe a sigh of relief. You know what I mean? And I just felt like it was nice to feel like I wasn't the only one. It's called Millennial Burnout. Um, the girl that wrote the article that I was reading said she had trouble relaxing, switching off, whether it's reading a book or watching TV. She's always thinking about the next thing on her list of things to do. So she also writes about errand paralysis, which is part of millennial burnout. Now, I make lists, right? Currently on my list, on my little whiteboard in my bedroom is book my car in for a service, book the dentist, buy my stepdad a birthday present. And I need to tell you, my stepdad's birthday was in mid-January... And I still haven't done it. So for some reason, this millennial burnout, this errand paralysis, you feel like you never switch off from things, but errands become impossible. Now, if you find this conversation hard or anxiety-inducing, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14. But I'd love to take your calls on this. 13 12 16, do you experience millennial burnout? Do you find it really hard to sit down and watch a full Netflix show? Do you find it hard to sit down at the end of the day and watch Married at First Sight because you feel like you should be checking your emails or are you constantly on your phone checking your emails or uh, replying to people, taking calls at 9 o'clock at night and you just can't switch off? The millennial bracket is ages 22 to 36, but I will still take your calls on this regardless. I want to know, what are your thoughts on millennial burnout? Is it actually a thing? 13, 12, 16. Get up with Kid Breakfast. Jane from Aubrey, do you experience millennial burnout? Yeah, I think I do. Um, I'm a legal assistant and I'm only 26, but I kind of just feel like I never, ever turn off. Do you know what I mean? Like I never put my phone on silent. I'm just constantly always getting notifications like my emails I have them set to my phone so that I can read them straight away and in case they're ever important like I don't put my phone on silent when I go to sleep because what happens if my boss needs me and I just kind of feel like if ever you know I sit down and try to relax or like watch some Netflix or something I just feel like I always have to have either my computer or my phone with me to be doing something else at the same time. Yeah, and it's, an, it's it's a constant cycle. And you, you're right, you do sleep with your phone beside your bed. So it's almost like you don't switch off in your sleep either. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, well, we're going to we're gonna talk to Cyan. He's from Aubrey Wodonga Counseling. We're going to find some ways to combat millennial burnout after 7.30. So please listen to that, won't you, Jane? I absolutely will. Maybe I should just start to learn to turn my phone off, but I know that that's not going to happen. Yeah, and it's an addiction as well. It's like you get addicted to this work cycle too. Yep, absolutely. Get up with Kid Breakfast. Cyan from Aubrey Wodonga Counselling joins us on the phone. Cyan, what is millennial burnout and why aren't we switching off? It's a really good question, Marley. Um, To be honest, I hadn't actually heard about it. Yeah. Uh, up until we uh, spoke the other day, and I did a lot of research. It's a fascinating subject. So the idea basically is that millennials, so we're looking at people in their 20s, um, with all the pressures of society today, uh, are finding it too much to do. Such the, to, it gets to such a level that they find even doing the simplest task, you know, like paying a bill 
or just going down to do yes. some little task, it's almost impossible for them yes. to do. Yes, so I actually talked about this earlier as well. It's called errand paralysis. I need to tell you, on my mm. whiteboard, I have a list of things to do. I've got mm. book my car in for a service, book the dentist, and buy my stepdad a birthday present. My stepdad's birthday was in mid-January. So it's like <coughs> these errands that I have to do, unless they're not benefiting my career or my work, I don't want to do them. And I put them off and I procrastinate. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that sometimes I do it as well, and I'm way beyond being a millennial. <laughs> um, I'm hoping, first of all, that you apologise to your dad. Your dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I will. Or at least do it now on radio. Um, but yeah, <laughs> right. it, it's that overload. I, I think what's happened, we've got society and the generation before, so at the parents of millennials, have put a lot of expectations on their children. Um, so there's expectations around work, for instance. Um, uh, I know quite a few people in, in trades and industries, uh, you know, builders and um, uh, butchers and things like that. They can't get apprentices. It's nearly impossible for mm. them to get apprentices because the days have gone where people would just start a job. Um, they may not get paid very well. It may not be that exciting job, but they learn and they build up a career and they, uh, you know, they achieve something in the long term. Now yeah. what's happening is people are going straight from school They've got the expectation they've got to be making, you know, big dollars. It's yeah. got to be a grand job. Um, they've got to buy a house. They've got to achieve all these sort of things. Um, and they need to do that before they're 30. Yeah. So it's a lot to ask. I know, because we're comparing ourselves to the Beyonce's of the world. And we're mm. comparing ourselves to self-made millionaires at the age of 25. That's um, And that's so much pressure. And, you know, even you and I were talking off air just about – um, relationships, we feel this in relationships, like if you're not married by the time you're 30 or if you're not thinking about kids and stuff, you are not on the right path. And that that is anxiety-inducing as well. Mm. Uh, and look, uh, going through, I've read quite a few articles about the subject and there are those who actually poo-poo it and say, look, it's no big deal. I don't want to do that. Um, there's, there's a lot of negativity around millennials being sport brats and getting all that sort of talk. Uh, I think it belittles the fact that you're feeling pressure. Mm. Um, they're not switching off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sense of absolute burnout comes from this, you know, the engines are constantly running, you know, uh, the engines physically and also mentally. Mm. Um, I, I just keep going and there's no actually off time. Well, we've got to leave it there, Cyan, but can you tell us there's a few quick ways that we can maybe combat it or at least to help alleviate it? Yeah, look... One of the really important things is to make sure you have off time. And when I say off time, uh, your brain needs to just wind down. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at um, things on your your phone, on your computer, uh, like 8, 9, 10 o'clock at the night, you're actually still revving your brain up. Um, Physically too, for instance, look, I'm I'm not going to say don't go to the gym, but if you're doing it after sort of maybe, you know, 7 o'clock at night, then what you're doing is you're physically racing your body up. And so it doesn't actually get a some off time there's a reason we have sleep and what Mm. sleep does is actually allows us to heal and repair physically psychologically spiritually and that's really really important to have downtime beautiful cyan uh thank you so much for chatting to us today aubreywodongacounseling.com.au if you'd like to continue the conversation with cyan thanks cyan thanks riley and go speak to your uh, stepfather Want more Riley Rose and Seamus? Catch up now at hit.com.au or weekdays from 6 on the Borders Hit 104.9.